this is season two episode seven and it's been probably about two weeks now because we, we went on a short little break uh so we're starting back up again hiatus yeah i had covid and now i have a stomach virus and now i have a fever i am really sick it's really bad um, have you tried just like yeah. getting better yeah i actually have and it, and it hasn't worked yeah. oh, that's really okay. weird yeah maybe, maybe you should fix that yeah what type of view are you guys on i'm like on gallery view right now i don't know how i feel about it yeah i'm on gallery because i that's i gotta like capture it for the you know the the close-ups and everything the close but gallery is the one let's no no i just missed oh you're fine don't worry no go are you raising a hand we're going on a complete tangent here no we're not anthony did did we did we prepare questions for this podcast no because i just figured uh since we were talking before about some stuff we could kind of just go like uh from there but i i do have one question that i think we should uh ask every single person that joins us (laughs) introduce yourself ryan yeah yeah introduce yourself (laughs) Oh, are we recording right now? Like, are we going? Yes, yes. This is like an just being weird. No. Everyone, I'm Ryan Mecca. I ran track and cross country with Jonah in high school. I'm a year older than them. Yeah. Excited okay. to be here on the podcast, season two, episode seven, you said? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, the one question I always like to ask people at the start is, what's your athletic history like? And you could go as far back as you want. You said athlete? A- athletic history. Ah, I got you. Yeah. So if we're going back all the way. Okay. I started like probably working out when I was like seven. My dad would just have me do like random like exercises like in our basement. So my dad's like a fitness freak. Oh, nice. So that's probably when it started. Like I think in like to talk it. So like when I was in sixth grade, I was literally able to do like 27 like pull-ups or something like that. That that must have been a crazy flex on the. Um... Dude, it was it was like me versus Jack Mulham every time because we'd like compete in all like the physical fitness testing shit. Okay, okay. So like we would just go back and forth. <laughs> so did you get that presidential thing or whatever it was? Basically, like every time, yeah. Because it was just it was like everybody else was just normal, and then it was just me and him would go like back and forth. Yeah. Because we were just competing to see like who could like be the best and like everything. Oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah, I could um, never, I could never get presidential because sit and reach killed me. But go on. I'm, I'm a flexible man. I remember one time, it was sixth grade. I ran like six minutes flat for like a, a mile, and I was like, oh, that's cool because like I didn't run. And then I beat, I beat Elizabeth Radke, who was also really fast at the time. Okay. And then she like re-ran and she ran like a 540. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like if you are going six minutes or under uh, as a sixth grader or what, like you're, it's unheard. I remember, I remember always thinking like, holy shit. Like, how is that possible humanly? <laughs> you know? I didn't even train or anything. I just, I just was, the reason I, only reason I tried in the running stuff was because they started giving out like bags of chips and stuff. So I was like, Oh, cool. I kind of want chips. Wait, and let me ask, did that have any influence over you deciding to run? Not at all. Okay. 
the only reason I started running was because I was I got super like into soccer. So I was like, oh, I'll start running to like help me do better at soccer. Okay. Oh yeah, here continue with your athletic history because Okay, so <clears throat> blah 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 worked out nonsense on my own. Then I started doing soccer probably in like seventh grade travel. I started doing running on the side for like just track. I basically would just go like undefeated because I guess I'm like decently genetic ice and whatever running. Yeah. That that's middle school. And then Mr. Young's told Cantwell about me and they were just like pulled me up in like eighth grade. So then I started like kind of training, but I was getting injured a lot. Okay. And I was basically convinced to quit soccer, which kind of sucked. And then I just ran until like uh, like a year and stuff consistently after high school. And now like I just started lifting, which is pretty yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, nice. Okay. You know, I, I, uh, to be completely honest, I always knew that you got brought up in eighth grade, but it just never like, like it, same thing with the radio. I just don't think of it like that. You know what I mean? Like it, it just, it ha happened, but I just forgot kind of. <laughs> No, I get that. I mean, I at the end like of the day, like, we weren't there for that, for them being, yeah. like, pulled up. You know? I was going to we say, this is kind of, like, before you're, like, error. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. we, like, got to the actual Ward Mobile. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, you decided to pretty much stop running. You ran for almost a year after high school, a little bit more. Little Dude, bit. I was waking up at, like, 5 in the morning because I'm working a full-time job, and then I have, like, class and stuff. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, I'm not going to run if I do it later. So I'm just going to run at like five in the morning so I could like fit it in. And okay, personally, I struggle with getting with the ability to get up and go for a run. So how did you do that consistently? I just, it was just like, fuck me. I got to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I literally, I just forced myself. And, and do um, it's funny thing is like willpower and like mental, I'm kind of cutting out. I don't know if it's my connection. Yeah, yeah, I, I see you cutting out a little bit. You're, I think you're good now. Your faces are frozen, and I kind of just barely hear Anthony talking. We can hear your audio, okay. Becca. Yeah, I can hear. You ready? I'll yeah. type in the chat if I even can. I don't know. I don't know how to do this, but I can okay, hear. No, Everything's good now. I don't see Jonah's image. I don't know if he's here or not. Yeah, I think he turned it off. But I, I can pretty much continuously hear you, but your picture freezes. All right, got it. Um, where, where did I leave off? Oh, okay. So basically, it's much easier to do stuff if you make it a habit rather than making the conscious decision every time to do it. So basically, you got to make a habit system or like where you make the decision ahead of time. So when you give your chance to like yourself a chance to make a decision, you're allowing the potential for you to like mentally weaken and be like, do I really want to get out of bed? So okay. if you make the decision the night before, let's say every you're like every weekday, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. And mm -hmm. as soon as your alarm like goes off, you just don't you don't like sit in your bed and be like, do I really want to get up? No, you just get up because you made the decision like prior. Anyway, that's really interesting, though. I've never thought of it like that. Just like making like pre programmed decisions instead of like in the moment decisions like that helps you like um, yeah. commit to something. So you're yeah, saying that's so weird. <laughs> you're saying uh make things a habit basically and then, yeah make things a habit yeah and i i find that to be incredibly not just interesting but also true because 
personally for me uh i've i've tried it's only it hasn't been a very long time at all it's been five days or four days something like that i've been trying to do a core streak where i do core every day like it doesn't have to be for a long amount of time but like just a little bit and um so it's kind of gotten to a point now where i'll just kind of get down and just do it because i don't i don't i don't I've tried not to give myself that choice, but I haven't really connected that idea with the habit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But it, it is kind of like, I guess it relates to that. But um, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I was you, you should just make it like a routine, like every day at like 10 or some shit, like just do your core. Yeah. Yeah. You just like have a routine in the system. It's like easier to maintain doing stuff. Yeah. 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 No, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's probably a good tool people can use for training, whether that's like lifting or in the gym that a lot of people do. I mean, you said it, you, you used it yourself waking up in the morning, you know? Yeah, that sucked, but yes, I did do that. You know, it does suck, but you know, it's at the end of the day, you, you do what you say you're going to do, you know? Yeah, without a doubt. And then I decided to become fat and lift weights. <laughs> hey you're still staying in good shape though and like you you probably have you probably i'm assuming you have a really low body fat percentage so like if you can lift consistently you can probably get decently toned no no no. i did have a low body percent fat like whatever uh i think um i was at five when i, I was running like five percent but i think i'm like 16 percent right now oh my god i'm not like have fat you... or anything like i'm like still considered in the athletic range but still it's like yeah. It's a, it's a jump. Have you, I mean, uh, but you know, that that's been mostly intentional though. Yes. Like it's been oh, like, yeah, kind of like a bulking thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like super like in detail track, like how much water I drink every day, how much protein I eat. And yeah. How do you, how do you, uh, just from my, out of my own curiosity, how do you do that? Cause I used to have a whole system too. I, I just use the, my fitness app. So if it says a barcode, I scan it. If it's like, I eat like, something like mcdonald's i don't normally eat mcdonald's but i could just look up like a big mac you know yeah yeah uh, if yeah. i get pizza i could look up like a generic pizza so yeah. it's like a ballpark range but like i figure it's better than me just like I mean, yeah at the end of the day it's like the the nutrition database is like you know you kind of got to work with what you got but uh yeah, it work for the most part mm -hmm, but yeah so my main emphasis i eat like a ton of protein because okay. it's like protein is really important and um muscle recovery and it boosts testosterone which is just a bunch of other stuff that leads into like muscle growth yeah so yeah. like i literally eat like 180 or to like 190 grams of protein a day you want to hear actually a fun fact that it's, here, go for it. uh eating like an ex like yeah you can oversaturate yourself with protein it's not a bad thing but you just pee it all out so i guess it's better to eat more than less right in a way in this sense uh, yeah, so I also I also take a ton of supplements and stuff like vitamins, and somebody's like, "Oh, you have expensive pee," and I was just like, "Listen, <laughs> I rather have expensive pee and live longer and like be healthier, so you could suck it." <laughs> expensive pee and live longer—that's <laughs> an amazing way to put it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's worth the, the trade-off. Like I, it's whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like it can really hurt you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. only to help you. So it's better probably to do it than to not do it. Uh, but in speaking of terms of lifting, what kind of stuff are you doing now? So I first started off doing like push pull legs. Okay. I was working out like five times a week. Mm -hmm. But that kind of 
was not fun because like I'd be working out for like 45 minutes to like 90 minutes every time and I was like a decent amount of time every day yeah and on top like I said before like I have school I got like work and stuff yeah, so yeah, I was just, yeah I was just like I'm gonna switch to like a full body program okay so now I work out like three times a week and yeah I just basically kill my body and then I, I then I suffer for a couple days then I do it again so I don't uh last week or not last week last episode we had uh Nick Marzo on the podcast he was a power lifter are you like getting into anything like that or it's more just about like getting like stronger in training muscles I mean I know you said you do body weight day uh, not you do full body days but uh is it about sort of like just casual lifting or are you doing like a specific kind of lifting uh, just casual okay I mean my I work out with my brother who like actually like knows what he's doing. Okay. So okay. I just basically try to like uh, I guess I like, just try to progressively overload every time. So I'm basically just doing it for strength. Like when okay. I say casual, I don't mean like I'm just going there to like hang out and like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm going there with like intention to get stronger, but it's not like I plan on doing like a competition or anytime like soon like that. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're training, not competing. I guess you could. I'm just literally just working out and I'm starting to try to get like good running shape or like decent running shape again for like the Spartan thing that we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up at some point. <laughs> are you, uh, what are your thoughts for, Oh, I guess, uh, Jonah, do you want to talk about what we're all doing first just so people listening can know? Yeah. So basically, um, a group of guys that, our alumni and also who are still on the team at Ward Melville. I think it's like seven or eight of us are planning to do a Spartan race um, in June um, in Pennsylvania, which is, I don't know if you've know, I don't know if you guys listening know what a Spartan race is, but I believe ours is a 10 K obstacle course. Yeah. Yeah. 10 K obstacle course. So 6.2 miles. It's going to be a lot of climbing and jumping over things and it's going to be muddy and it's a lot of teamwork stuff. So it's going to be fun. Um, I've never really seen or done a Spartan race. I don't think any of us have. So, yeah, should be really fun. Yeah. I've done um, – uh, the Warrior Dash isn't a thing anymore, but I did the Warrior Dash in, like, seventh grade. What's the Warrior Dash? It's, like – it was, like, a 5K obstacle course. You go, like, up up a mountain. You, like, swim st- under – you swim. Do, like, barbed wire stuff. You crawl under, like, jump over fire, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah, fun fact, I had to lie about my age because I was too young to do it. And my dad's like, we'll, we'll just make up your age. We're going to, I forget what I had to be, but he was just like, we're just going to fake it. And I was just like, okay. That's like, that That sounds exactly like something you would do. <laughs> Wait, so um, you're lifting now. You said you're getting into running shape. Have you done any more research about the Spartan race? Are you like, like what, what sort of, are you, are you going to try and get into a better running fitness? Can you run six miles now? Like what's the deal? Uh, I totally think fitness wise, I could hundred percent run six miles. Definitely not as fast as I used to, mm-hmm. but I could definitely do it. My, my main issue is there's so much like tension and pressure in like my, my body now. Cause I literally gained like 50 pounds in like four months. Okay. Okay. So yeah. like my Achilles and like my lower back get so incredibly tight when I run now. Okay. Okay. So like I, I could probably like, I run like a mile. I don't know if I sometimes I upload my stuff to Strava. Like I run like maybe like four miles a week at right now. Okay. Uh, I could, it's just like my lower back. It's so tight. So like, I usually just stop after a mile to just stretch for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's so, been my problem as well. My lower back's been messed up. Uh, <laughs> you gained like a lot of weight as well, or? Um, it's not even that I gained a lot of weight. It's just like it's been on and off. Um, ever since I got to college, like it, like in September or, or August rather. I think it was because I took basically the entire summer off because my foot was like very messed up. So I like wasn't doing any core or really anything. So yeah, that kind of screwed me over. And I think a lot of lower back problems do stem from your core, but I mean, I I can understand how gaining weight could definitely put a lot more pressure on like your lower back and your Achilles and stuff too. Yeah. Probably doesn't help though, that I also do like deadlifts all the time, which is just right. Yeah. Um, Going back to, what you said did you do like aqua jogging or like any like cross training to try to keep like endurance yeah so um whenever my lower back would act up I would pretty much just go on the spin bike or um I've been starting to row recently before I had COVID I was rowing a a fair bit um and then I would like run a mile I'd usually like row for like 10-15 minutes and I'd run a mile and then I'd do like I do pretty hard spin bike workouts and just try to like absolutely die for like 40 minutes and then that's pretty much it but like i'd get back to run i'd like spend a week or two cross training and then i tried to run again and then by the third run it would be like my back would be like nope not good yeah that's that's not fun yeah but i mean no my plan my plan for now is just like once i get past whatever illness is happening right now i just want to like focus a crap ton on core and doing like physical therapy stuff that my PT guys have been saying and um, just like running very minimally and doing a bunch of cross training. So, yeah. You should get it for core. You should get an ab wheel, which is just like the little wheel. You oh, like yeah. two handles. They're, it's yeah. literally like the best core exercise you can do. I've been, trying to, uh, I've been really focusing on planking. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's been my go-to exercise for, uh, during my co- short course streak right now. I, I, when I did the, I met up with the Nick Simmons thing in New York, right? Did I tell you guys about that? Yeah, yeah. Weird, at the end of it, he had us all do like planks. And, but the planks, you couldn't be like on your elbows. You had to be like a, a fully extended, like push-up position. Oh, really? It was, it was so painful. I lasted like six minutes and there was like 30 people still going. And I was just like, I'm, I, what? <laughs> Well, I mean, he does six minutes in like an extended plank. That's crazy, Jesus! You know how painful it was driving home from like the city after that, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just couldn't. That's tough. Had to drive. Were you in plane. his? Wait, were you in his video? Uh, I like I'm in the background in a couple shots. What he did is he just did like a raffle and he raced like three random people, and then he's like, "We the track's too full to like have a race for like shoes, so we're gonna do like a planking thing instead." I wonder if he had to do that a lot because he just like sends things out there and he has a big following now. So people just from everywhere come. Yeah, there was a lot of people, and then people were just coming up to us and just like hanging out that had no idea who he was. <laughs> yeah. They just saw cameras and they're just like, yo, I want to be in this. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> okay, but um, there was some stuff I wanted to ask. So for the Spartan race, you said you're, uh, you've gained a lot of weight. So you're like running now, everything tightens up. Have you like, have you put effort into trying to reverse like that tightness that happens? Oh yeah. Um, so I just, I just stretch every day, basically. Okay. okay. 
Right. Um, I mainly focus on my, well, I have Achilles tendonitis in both ankles. So I have to put like a lot of effort into there. And then I just like stretch my hamstrings and stuff and like do stuff in my lower back. And before I run, I usually use like a heating pad now on my back. Okay. Does, does that all help or ha- has it been getting better? Oh, it has been getting better, but like, it's not like crazy progress. It's like small, like bit by bit, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also just regarding the whole transition from running life to kind of uh, lifting and like overall fitness life, are you happier? Mm, I mean, <laughs> I w- I'm going to say yes. Okay. But I put so much like strain on myself, like with running that yeah. I basically ruined it for myself. Okay. Like yeah. I, I do miss running and like after I run, I feel like really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I like I think clear and stuff when I run or after I run. So I, I don't really know what my answer would be if I didn't like put so much like pressure and like emphasis on myself to do well to the point where like, you know, like I was basically just like dying every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I would have been at if that happened, but I mean, as of now, I guess I like lifting better. Yeah. It's also just more convenient since I don't have to like run like 70 miles a week. I could just go like lift like for like 45 minutes, like 90 minutes, like yeah. three times a day, three times a week. Mm-hmm. It's it's also kind of like you said, there is a lot of no matter what sport you're in, if you're putting so much pressure on yourself. It can get to a point, and we brought this up in the last podcast a little bit. Uh, it can it can get to a point where if you take something so seriously, it can become unhealthy. Do you know what I mean? That that was one hundred and ten percent me throughout <laughs> all high school, and up until like the point where I quit. Did I did I tell you guys like what happened? No. So I was so I was training for Suffolk, right? Because I was like I was in pretty solid shape, not like spectacular, not like my. 11th grade year or senior year of high school but I was in good shape right I was putting like 50 60 mile weeks in over the summer I was cross training and stuff mm-hmm. so I was in good shape but like I wasn't loving it and then I was like on the team for a bit I went to like five practices and I just hated the team and I wasn't like loving like running and normally I do like really good in workouts like I kill it yeah and then I was just we were doing this like one workout I'm like we're doing like cardiac repeats on like that sunken meadow which was painful as hell yeah and like midway through it i was just like why am i doing this <laughs> like I, I literally it just like clicked like i could like i was just started like slowing down i'm like i could totally like speed up like i have so much like left but i'm just like this doesn't like fulfill me at all like i'm kind of miserable right now yeah yeah it just it, it got to a point where uh the contemplation of you know, I, I could be so much happier, like, doing, like, like, this isn't, this isn't what I want, you know, and yeah. I think that's, that's a very important thing to realize, but it's also a difficult decision, because, you know, you've, at that point, you've spent so many years putting your effort into running, it's kind of, like, you got to be somewhat courageous to take that jump and go into something else, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was definitely a, a big thing. Realistically, I probably should have done it earlier just because like I was like a spiraling down like mentally like all my I guess the stuff was like compounding negatively you know okay yeah so mm-hmm. I either should have taken like a break just like maybe a couple months off from running during like high school or something or I, I should have just like flat out quit and like tried doing something else or maybe taking a season off trying it in a different sport 
yeah just like reset everything which i didn't do because i was just like no i gotta like do this yeah i uh (laughs) i feel like i've we've had this conversation over text before but you should 100% get into rock climbing i feel like you'd love it hey you told me about it i just like don't know where i would do that (laughs) (laughs) maybe if, if when we're know, home, when we're break. home, I think yeah. we can. Uh, there's a day that uh, our spring breaks intersect, and I don't know if you're going to be home like around. I think March 12th is the oh, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we should definitely go to the rock climbing place and check climbing. it out. It's fun. Yeah. It is. It actually is tons of fun. Um, we, maybe we should get Andrew if he's there too. But you know. <laughs> rock climbing. <laughs> yes. Wait, what did you say a second ago, Michael? Um, I don't know that I. Should have taken a season off from running or just oh, quit. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought you said something when Como was talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> no, definitely, uh, because it's kind of rock climbing is a lot of body weight stuff. So it's kind of like, I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but calisthenics or calisthenics, something. Calisthenics, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like that. Um, some of these people, though, it's crazy. Like, like these are the kind of people that can do like the human flagpole and stuff. You know what I mean? Dude, I follow this guy named Pivot on like Instagram. He's from like Brazil. And I swear this guy has the strongest like shoulders in our body ever. He jumps around and he just walks around on two hands and he does like push-ups with his feet out. He'll eat like Oreos while like holding himself up with like one hand. <laughs> so he, when you say calisthenics, like I follow this guy, he takes it to another level. It's like yeah. insane. <laughs> God damn. Okay. <laughs> um, how long have we been going for? Because I think. I have a theory that this is my school account and it won't cut us off at 40 minutes. I think we're at, I think we're around 30 minutes right now. Okay. All right. So let's keep it going for a little bit longer and then, uh, then we can, you know, we'll shut it down when the time comes, but uh, there's, there's a, there's a couple of things I know you said before. You were talking about how um, in the text overconsumption is the cause of, of majority of mental and physical health issues. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. All right. So, how do I explain this best? Um, all right. So do you, do you know what a dopamine feedback loop is? Kind um, of, but can you explain it for us? Okay. So your brain rewards you for doing certain tasks. It releases dopamine, makes you feel good, right? So basically by doing a certain thing, if it makes you feel good, you'll get addicted to it literally because like your brain thinks it's like a good habit to have. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe like you think someone's in your house you go and look and then you feel like a great sense of like relief you feel like relaxed that's dopamine hitting your head so with social media your brain is always like processing information and it always wants to process more information so you get dopamine hits every time you scroll through like a post and then your brain's like oh what's up the next thing i better not miss out so you scroll again and you find out it releases more dopamine so by literally just sitting on Instagram and like social media, TikTok, just scrolling, you're getting little hits of dopamine and you just get stuck in like a loop, literally. There's like that. Then there's, then there's the food portion. So in nature, we're given dopamine from eating sweet stuff because normally it has nutrients like that you need like fruits. So today we have like candy bars and stuff that has zero nutrients, but we still get that little reward system that gives us rewards, dopamine hits whenever we eat that. So people over consuming like chocolate now, because we have unlimited access to food 
unlimited access to like whatever and nobody nobody's filtering it out or like saying maybe i should stop so they just keep going and keep going yeah and their brain keeps rewarding them for it because like oh this is good like this is sweet like it should be a good thing like we're getting nutrients so it keeps like rewarding them it's it's uh it's interesting that you bring that up because something that came up in uh and obviously i'm no expert but one specific sentence that one of my teachers said or professors i guess was uh it was world hunger it was a uh, i think it was world hunger isn't a lack of food problem it's a food distribution problem oh yeah like we throw out so much food if yeah. you had a stop and shop i think like wednesdays is when they empty out their like stock of stuff they throw out so much food like we we produce like i think like 80 percent of the food that like goes to china like we we mass amounts of food it's just not profitable to send it to like poorer countries you know and it's just it's crazy because then you think about us and i guess like not not well yeah then you think about like people here and it's like the overconsumption part of it and then uh-huh. uh you're just you're you like you said you eat so much of it and then with i guess with that what was it called dopamine feedback loop yeah so the dopamine yeah and it just because there's there's nothing telling you to stop, but it's actually telling you to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's interesting. And then then there's more that to this. So your brain, your body is perfectly suited to like subconsciously manage like everything. Mm-hmm. Like hormones are like a literal drug, right? Yeah. So you're you're in conflict. Your body enters fight or flight. Like you're it shuts down like digestion and stuff that doesn't think you need. Mm-hmm. So you can't digest stuff. You can't like sleep. Your heart is pounding. Yeah. You feel like you literally run through a wall, right? Yeah. So then, like, there's other states where it naturally does that. But since, like, social media is now where, like, you're, you're getting yelled at at, like, school by a teacher, your brain thinks you're under danger, right? But, like, realistically, your life's in no danger. So it freaks out because, like, it's just, like, we're shutting down stuff so you could, like, either run or, like, fight something. And since you don't sit, that you just sit there, you don't do anything, all the, the like, hormones and stuff, they, like, pile up in your body which makes you like anxious and depressed and like all sorts of stuff because you're not having like a natural like reaction like you're not going and running you're not like fighting somebody right yeah the hormones just sit in your body which which is an issue because your brain thinks you're in like danger and it's just like oh wait just kidding sorry (laughs) yeah yeah, we're a little bit wrong there (laughs) yeah and then like so like people are eating food and they're like in a state of like like anxiety like their brain feels like they're in danger mm-hmm. so they're not properly digesting the food they're not breaking it down even when people sleep they're yeah. if they mouth breathe for example that tells the body that it's in like another state of danger because short breaths through your mouth is what you do when you're like being physically active like when you're running if you're really tired you're breathing through your mouth yeah because mm-hmm. that that causes you to have more energy because it increases uh atp production in the mitochondrias yeah so you're, when you're sleeping, you're not actually being fully recovered because your brain thinks you're under danger. So it's like putting you in a shallow sleep. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So then, that's all, so then, what's up? That's all incredibly interesting. <laughs> I have to be completely honest. So I, mean, I, mean, I know you just laid out, I know you just laid out like a lot of different, like, um, like, I guess, modern problems that people face today and, like, why, like, a lot of us are anxious and stuff. But, like, do you think, realistically, there's a way that, I mean, I know there is a way, but, like, how would you say, like, in your life, you've created, like, 
kind of a positive dopamine feedback loop that is like not just positive in the sense of like a positive feedback loop, but like actual like positive for your life, if you know what I mean. That is a good ass question. Okay. So basically I am like obsessed with self-improvement for whatever reason. It might be because I'm locked at my house and I don't have like any friends here, right? <laughs> but so like I've I've limited my use on social media. Like I don't have TikTok, Instagram, I've limited to like 20 minutes a day. Twitter, I'm also limited to like 20 minutes a day. So I basically try to filter out and ignore non-important like stuff. Because mm -hmm. I'll talk about why later. But so I, I tried to block out stuff that allows me to like over consume. Yeah. So with the lack of stimuli, your brain wants to do stuff. So instead, like I'll like read a book. Like I, I don't know if you can see, I have like a pile of books over there. So like I read every day now, which is interesting. Um, I would not have pegged you for that. <laughs> I, I've been practicing Norwegian for like 200 days straight now. That means I'm speaking Norwegian. So I've been, I've been learning Norwegian. I've started reading. Um, I read a lot about different subjects now. I started working out. I look into like stuff I'm doing. And because I have like, a lack of stimuli like I'm not like over consumed playing like video games or scrolling through like social media I have a lot more energy and I need like to point it in a direction so it like allows me to be more efficient and pick up something like I started doing like Amazon FBA so like I have like a box over there full of textbooks that I'm going to be selling on like Amazon for trying to make like money off of it okay okay and so uh, yeah, so basically, I just, I just cut out non-important stuff that won't benefit me. Like, it doesn't help me anyway in the long run. And I've introduced habits to, like, keep myself entertained that are actually beneficial. Yeah. What, uh, what you said maybe two, two, uh, a minute ago or so, you said that you're cutting off stimuli to make yourself more efficient. Um, that in itself, right? It, would you agree with that? That's pretty much what is going on? Yeah. Okay, so that in itself, I find to be probably like the life hack of life hacks. <laughs> because from what it sounds like, it sounds like you've kind of taken the past year of your life and just completely gone from focusing on, I guess, one thing, which was kind of running in a way. You know, obviously, there's always other things, but you're really hyper-focused on running. And then that became like, not really such a great I guess mental environment and then you 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 basically did a 180 kind of like took a leap of faith and then now you're spreading yourself so much evenly but that also allows you to be more efficient so you can do like a lot of different things yeah so like one I think efficiency is like this should be the goal in life you want to become better at everything. Like you want to be more efficient in running. You want to be more efficient at studying. So you spend less time on it. Right. So you have more freedom to do other stuff. So by like ignoring and blocking out other stimuli, you increase your mental like strength, which increases mm -hmm. discipline and stuff like that. But it also like, like I said, it gives me way more like focus to do other stuff. Cause focus, think of it like money. You have a limited amount of money. And every, every time you invest in something, it, will compound so let's say i keep playing video games well i'm going to keep spending more and more time or if i read i'll start you know reading more and more and like social media notifications it's like a 
auto pay from your bank account. Like it's a subconscious thing. Like you don't even think about it. Like, oh, I got a notification. You pick up and look at your phone. You're distracted. Mm -hmm. Remove a certain amount of focus. So what you do when you allow yourself to get distracted by tons of different stimuli, you train your brain to think that there's no difference between important and unimportant stimuli. So you can't focus on doing your schoolwork because your brain values the notification on your phone just as much as your essay that's due at like 12. Damn. That's a really interesting way of looking at it. And, you know, I really, when I um, had COVID especially, like, because I was pretty consistent with going to the gym at least five times, at least five times a week. Um, and then when I had COVID, obviously I couldn't do that. And, you know, I definitely saw myself subbing out a lot of that, like dopamine that I was getting from the gym with like spending so much time on my phone and just like trying to distract myself um, or not even trying to distract myself, but letting other things distract me. Um, so yeah, that's definitely very true about the dopamine. Yeah. It's, 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 the, the difference between important and unimportant stimuli, because there's so many, there's, like you said, there's so much stimuli. So like in our world today, so just being able to actually take a step back and realize that, Hey, the notification on your phone, that's actually not important. So why do you keep looking at it? You know what I mean? What was yeah. so distracting to you? And it's, it's because I guess those like immediate, just like switches, you know, like it just it grabs your attention and then you want more. And then you want more. And that's also probably subconscious. You don't even realize it. Yeah, it's literally, that's why I said it was like an auto payment. Cause it's not even like you're thinking about it. Yeah. You just do it automatically. Like it just happens. That's wild. I've never thought about this stuff that way. That yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. So like with one, you feel you get more drive too when you're not constantly being overstimulated with like outside, not important stuff. Yeah. So one, I get to think about stuff like way more like in depth. And two, I feel way more like reward for like doing a task because your brain's just like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And it hasn't gotten a hit of dopamine in a while. So it, it feels like stronger, you know, it like has yeah. more meaning. So by like having like me ignoring other stuff, I guess filtering it out, it becomes like a stronger sensation and it makes me want to like be like better, you know, not like yeah. be, I guess, yeah, be better. And uh, I guess it, it kind of goes uh, full circle with the, you know, if you get rid of the unimportant stimuli, then it probably makes the habits that you're trying to build that much easier to build. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Because, like, rather than me having the option to sit and watch Netflix all day, I, like, I will read instead. Because, like, I'm just sitting there bored. Yeah. So I have timer limits. Like, I have, like, whatever. After that, it's just like, well, what do I do now? So it's either I just sit there doing nothing or I read or I figure out how to sell stuff on Amazon or I learn more about like breath work, um, erratic stresses, stuff like that. Yeah. So, okay. So, so let me ask you a question for, for your own personal experience uh, or I guess goals. Do you, how far do you see yourself taking the, uh, the minimalist stimuli point of view or, or I guess lifestyle? Uh, what do you... What exactly do you mean by that? So, I mean, from, from just what it really, what we've kind of talked from our conversation alone, okay? It's sort of been the phone and like devices like that have been the, that's been the main contributor to all the stimuli. Yeah. So, so in what way, like, would you ever personally get rid of your phone? Would you personally ever take a day to stop doing like all like 
to stop doing all of the, I guess, efficient lifestyle habits you're trying to build and just sort of veg out be a couch potato or how, how do you, how do you balance it all? So you, so in like, in a way, so you aren't hyper-focused on it, but also can be efficient. Um, you could, the way, I mean, the way I've been doing it is I've been slowly and slowly introducing like more habits. I've been cutting down on like phone time. Like I'm not like just cold Turkey doing it. Okay. So I'm like, it's like at the point where it's just, I don't feel like mentally well, like I'll have like a cloggy head and like stuff like that. If I spend lots of time on social media and yeah. since I guess I programmed like my head from like dopamine heads, I'm like doing like good stuff. I like, don't feel right if I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, sure. Like I watch like Netflix. I'm not like a robot or anything, Yeah, yeah. but like I have the much less urge to do it. And it's just like a lot less satisfying. It's not your go-to way to spend time anymore no okay okay That's and really- so are yeah no, no, go go ahead anthony no you're good I was-, I was just gonna ask you're so are you you're doing work and school at the same time right now or is it what's so your schedule I, looking like what i did is i made all of my classes completely like online online so that way i could work nine to five like a full-time job so then I just, in my free time, since I'm not like playing video games, I could do my homework and then like read or some shit. Okay. Or like, yeah. So all my classes are completely online, which allows me to work basically full time. And then in my free time, I could work on Amazon stuff. I could read, I could work out or like I'll hang out with my friends if like they're around. Okay. Yeah. I uh I gotta be honest, you you I like the sound of this kind of lifestyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this kind of stuff more. I, I really like it. <laughs> but uh then no, no, the uh one thing I've actually thought about in the past is you know obviously me and Jonah we have Head Start Running, and we don't use TikTok too often. You know we I, I would post on it for Head Start Running maybe at times it's like once a month at times it's like three times a month, but the amount of time I would spend on it is maybe like six hours a day. So, so honestly, I might con- just after this conversation alone, I might consider getting rid of that because it, uh, you know, it's, it's exactly what we were saying. It was, it's unimportant stimulus. Yeah. It's making you like less focused on able to do stuff. So rather than just completely cutting it off, you could just put like a timer limit. So like if your iPhone, I'm assuming you have an iPhone, they yeah. have like set timer limits where they'll literally kick you off the app. If like you hit like 30 minutes or like an hour on it. And that's it resets crazy. like every day. So that's what I like I use. So it just like pops me off. And it just, it, if you click on it, it just won't let you get back on. And it gives you three options. It's one more minute, 15 more minutes or ignore. Okay. So you could choose to not listen to it, but like I normally, I just like exit it, you know? And I guess uh, coming full circle again, that comes back to the habits. <laughs> you can't, you can't make it a choice. You just got to make it a decision. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, here we've been on for a pretty decent amount of time now. So, I mean, does anyone have anything else they want to say? You know yeah, Mecca, mean? anything you want to ask us or anything like that or. Uh, nothing in particular other than like, how is like stuff going for you guys at college? You enjoying it? Uh, you know, I mean, Anthony, I feel like I know this is at the end of a really long podcast, but you want to like give the people a little bit of updates about like, I'll tell you your head's out with everything. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll give an update when there's an update to be given. Okay. How about (laughs) next, next podcast, maybe just 
you and I will sit down, we'll chat. Well, yeah, okay, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, no, talk about your training a little bit, or what's going on? Talk about my training, okay. I don't know, yeah, just like whatever. Okay, so yeah, uh, recently I'm, I've been, uh, I ran the most exciting thing, the most exciting title I've gotten has been the, uh, I've gotten the Penn State club record in the mile and the Penn State club record in the 3K. So I ran 425 and then uh, 847. Uh, and those that, you know, they're decent times. They're not, they're not anything like, oh my God, that's crazy. But uh, um, so it, the, the 847, I think that's, I think that's a good, uh, that, that's a really going to be a good indication of where the future is going because I don't want to get too much into the details of uh, my plans yet, but um, it's a good indication of my fitness. But something I'm trying to do now is I'm really trying to get my mileage up. So over the course of the next 10 weeks, I'm going to try and get around to 70 miles a week. And um, that's going to be a challenge because I've been at 45 for now consistently like four months. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's pretty much just where I'm at. But I'm in, I'm in good shape. Uh, need new shoes. Are you training yourself or do you have like a coach giving you stuff? So actually Mr. Leibowitz is training me. Oh, that's cool. I like Leibowitz. Yeah, he, he's been really helpful. Uh, and that's just been awesome because it's kind of, we're, we're short on a system other than this week because right this week I'm not doing workouts. I'm just kind of letting my body reset. But uh, this week, uh, you know, past weeks, uh, our system has sort of been workout Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And then Tuesday, Thursday, I'll do like a normal run. And then uh, Saturday would be a race. Sunday would be a long run. And then just somewhere in the mix of that, all of that, I'd either get in a swim and a bike plus a run. So it's just, it's been, training's been good and it's been consistent, which I think is the best thing. Yeah, consistency is like the, the big thing, you know, because if you're consistently like doing like good workouts, not like anything like, you just want to consistently improve, you know, because yeah. compounding happens and before you know it, it's going to be like, boom. Exactly, exactly. And uh, that's that's really all I can hope for is just healthy consistency. So, uh, both like physically and mentally, because I don't want to get injured and I don't want to stop loving what I'm doing. So, yeah. Can I ask how how are you how are you finding it different? Are you enjoying it more or less from like the Lucas stuff? Oh, oh. So it's uh to be completely honest, it's it's not as different. It's not as different. Uh, I mean, they're both like low mileage people. So that doesn't like surprise me that much, you know? Yeah. Because in the point uh, where I've been doing lower mileage for a college athlete, I've also been doing high cross training. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've probably been at a point where the way, the way that it was described to me was I'm doing 40 miles a week, but I'm also doing an hour of cross training a week. So that can pretty much, you know, that's, give or take 50, you know, give or take like miles. Yeah. Think about it that way. Um, so now though, I'm actually at 50 miles a week plus the cross training. So I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to be as consistent as possible. And uh, I guess that also goes full circle again, to building habits. <laughs> you know, it's literally, everything's like interconnected. Yeah. You know, like a web. <laughs> it literally is. Yeah. All right. But anyway, uh, Thank you for coming on today, Mecca. Anytime. Yeah, it was, this was good. I, uh, I, I feel like this has been one of the sole podcasts that I personally feel like I have walked away with lots of value from. 
So thank you. I agree <laughs> with that. Thank you. I'm I'm happy I could contribute. If you ever want to hear more information, either how the brain or the body works, or to how do biohacks, I guess let me know because I could talk about this stuff for like hours. Okay. Yeah. No. Definitely will do. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of scary since I don't do anything else. I just like fixate on it. Well, I mean, it's it's not a bad way to be. It's yeah, I mean, you're like we said before, it's all about efficiency, and that's sort of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you're learning about in, in school, or you just kind of like you went on your own like kind of self improvement journey, and you just wanted to like really dial in on how we can be more focused? All right, so it started off because I'm super into like Wim Hof. He's like he's a dude with like 27 world records mainly based around cold exposure and like hey you can he's a very very good control over his atomic nervous system which means he could like control his body to like a molecular level he could raise temperature in his body he could do like a bunch of stupid crazy stuff and basically he trained like you could go like hang out with him and he'll train you and at the end of the like the four-day training he takes like everybody up a mountain and they walk up in nothing but like sneakers and like shorts and it's it's i'm literally so obsessed with him so like i got super into that stuff which then led me to learning more about breath work because his main is like breathing exercises and cold exposure so then I, I started going down like the breath work loophole and then after the breath work loophole some the one of the books i was reading was talking about this other guy who does like biohacks and he's like super into like mental stuff which mm-hmm. is now what i'm reading now which is mind lifts by uh casper von de Mulan. okay and what's uh i guess what's the main takeaway you got from that from which which part <laughs> the, the book you're reading now oh uh this is the mainly the one about like focus and stuff like that i'm like only like halfway halfway through though he covers um a lot of stuff he's okay. very interesting do you remember the specific conversation from high school when we said you're either going to die at 20 or live till you're like 150? Yes. <laughs> you're going to live till you're 150. <laughs> Dude, the goal is I want to be, I want to be lifting more than my grandchildren. That's just the goal. <laughs> that I'm going to live in the middle of nowhere and I'm going to have a wolf dog as like a pet. Right? <laughs> just what no it's gonna watch you from 100 feet away just just like you're never gonna actually like feed it or anything but it's just gonna be there at all times be my guardian yeah yeah dude i swear check up on me in like 20 years just like (laughs) remind yourself and you're just like be like what is mecca doing now yeah yeah. i'm not dead i swear i'll have a wolf dog as a pet and i'll be like ripped all right that and maybe i'll learn how to like use like a battle axe so it could be like a (laughs) a viking be like a lumberjack in like alaska dude i'll totally i do alaska's really cool that was one of the place few places i've ever been on vacation to that i'd like actually want to live there oh really one i love i love cold weather and two like i don't like being around a lot of people and then three just fucking beautiful so it's just like this is awesome you hit all the boxes yeah (laughs) okay well here we this conversation has definitely made me want to get you on for another one so not this season but next season we'll, we'll try to fit you in for one more okay definitely okay. i feel like we should get like mecca and andrew on on one together yeah we could do something like that yeah all right i'm down for it <laughs> all right uh thank you for coming on again dude thank you for having me yeah no problem yeah. thank Peace you mecca right. see ya see you guys